Hello there, folks. Welcome to episode 192 of Stew on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This one's called Warrior or Victim. First of all, I'm hoping at least some of you noticed that I didn't get to post a, an episode last week. <laughs> My apologies to those of you who actually missed it. Anyway, Hillary and I have been leading a Zoom gathering every Thursday for the past few years called the Warrior Circle. We started it during COVID to help support folks, including ourselves, in feeling strong and connected and sane. Well, I'm not sure how the word warrior sits with you. Being a warrior can mean many things, very few of which have anything to do with war or violence. For me, being a warrior is essentially the exact opposite of being a victim. Because whether we play victim to the world or to circumstances or other people, or we play victim to our own past or to our own hopelessness or overwhelm or, or to our own defense mechanisms, we're still giving our power away and we're also giving up perhaps the greatest gift that we have as human beings, which is the ability to change our life situation by changing our consciousness specifically by changing our attitude, our choices, the meaning we assign to things, etc. Many spiritual traditions teach something like our thoughts create our reality. In fact, B.J. Palmer titled the book of his epigrams, As a Man Thinketh, which he borrowed from a Bible phrase that reads, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Well, I'm confident that includes everyone, even though they only used masculine pronouns in both biblical days and BJ's days. Anyway, I realize that you and I might disagree on the precise extent to which our consciousness creates the actual moment-to-moment events in our lives. I personally believe that we are creating what happens on most levels of existence, but we're not doing that alone. There is a collective consciousness that affects what happens to all of us. We contribute to that collective consciousness, just as all the consciousnesses in the universe do. And that is exactly why the things that we express from our consciousness matter so much. But, regardless of whether or not you agree with me on that, you and I most definitely create our individual experience of reality. We create the way we see and perceive things, what, what we make things mean. We create our response to them and our attitude about them. Our filters and our perceptions are the lenses through which we view everything in life. So if we can change the lens, then everything changes. And this is a pretty wise strategy. Perhaps it's even better than trying to manipulate everything, manipulate circumstances, manipulate people so that our situation improves. (laughs) ask you, if you were at the movies and you didn't like the film, hopefully you wouldn't just suffer through it and then complain about it for the rest of the night. But I would bet a lot of money that you wouldn't go up to the screen with a big pair of scissors and start cutting parts out that you didn't like and rearranging them to suit you. (laughs) No, you'd either leave the theater or, if you could, you would change what was coming from the projector. Well, What comes from the projector in our consciousness now is subject to a lot of filters and a lot of programming that were established in the past, perhaps long in the past. 
And those filters continue to cause us to see things a certain way. But the good news is we don't have to be a victim to that. The good news is we have something called neuroplasticity. And that means our brains and nervous systems will happily change to support new ways of thinking and perceiving. Yeah. Well, the potential bad news is that we actually have to start thinking and perceiving differently for that to happen. And that's not actually bad news at all, because doing that is the path to freedom. But admittedly, it's just not easy. Well, again, because of neuroplasticity, thinking and perceiving more like a warrior gets easier and easier the more we do it. So, as a potential starting point, the next time, (laughs) invariably, that schmutz hits the fan, a victim might look at that and complain or blame Or perhaps a more spiritually evolved victim might ask, what did I do wrong to create this? Or say something like, I'm a horrible person for creating this. A warrior, on the other hand, might say, no, I'm not a victim of circumstances. I'm not a victim of my past programming or my past choices. The idea is not to judge myself for what I've done in the past, but instead to focus on what do I do now? What can I create from this that contributes to my growth? How can I use this to express or experience more love? Folks, no matter what our experience of life is right now, we can change it going forward by doing any of the tools or strategies I've shared in 190 past episodes of this podcast, or is it 191? I can't remember. Yes, learning to live more from our hearts, learning to live more from possibilities, learning to live more from love. None of us need to be a victim of anything anymore, whether it's the past or the present. As Emerson so beautifully said, what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. And part of what lies within us all is the ability to change our reality through our consciousness, the ability to be a warrior. We are all infinitely powerful creators. We are each more than enough to help create the kind of world we want to live in. Yeah, let's do on that. And I will see you next week. Promise.